to March 2nd, 2009. It's a new month, and it's the start of a brand new week and another brand new Monday for me as I still am thinking about tomorrow. And those who would say, today or tomorrow, we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why, you don't even know what will happen tomorrow. That, my friends, is a word from James 4, 13 and 14, and it's a challenge, I think, for you and for me as we look at our opportunities to thrive in the moment or to just wait for another day. My name is Bo Ellis with Christ Across America, and I want to welcome you to this Monday's The Word on Wellness with Chris Hughes running for Brenda. I'm coming to you as usual from our Tampa studios, and joining me again after a week off, unfortunately, last week, is your own chief wellness instigator, Chris Hughes, fresh off the Gasparilla Marathon this weekend. That was 26 point what? 26.2. 26.2 mile run with team in training. So, Chris, congratulations on the successful run, even though it was a bit rainy. Give us the rundown. And most importantly, man, what were you hearing from God and nature and your friends today that... Maybe you didn't expect. Well, Bo, it was definitely, like any marathon, a challenge. And, you know, your training should prepare you. But um, unless you're just an outrageously well-tuned, well-oiled athletic machine, a marathon will beat you up. And it certainly did that to me today. But the conditions were ideal at the start, but then the weather turned a little bit soupy uh, and cold and certainly didn't blame any of that on God, but it did make you appreciate the better conditions. And I did think a little bit about God, and actually even more, more specific than that, I thought about one of our honored teammates. And Bo, I don't guess you're familiar with, with some of the things the team in training does, but and I'm actually writing about this now because it, it really means a lot to me. But um, back in August, um, I, I, when I committed to this race, uh, we went to a meeting for team in training, and they call it a kickoff meeting. And at the meeting, we get to meet all of these volunteers that are going to do a marathon or half marathon. And some of them will run and some of them will walk. Anyway, at the, uh, at the kickoff meeting, we got to hear from some cancer survivors, and we got to hear from some of the people with uh, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, and they can kind of spell out just how these funds, these funds that we'll be raising are, are going and helping to cure blood cancer. And it's really amazing. It really is amazing. And you get to talk to some of the survivors. And another component of that kickoff meeting is you get to meet what they call an honored teammate. And in our situation, her name was Brenda Stima. And Brenda was someone who was had recently, I guess you could say, beat a battle with myeloma, which is a, a, another type of blood cancer. And she was a 43-year-old mother of, uh, of two from Clearwater, just a very upbeat person. Matter of fact, get this, Bo, while she was still in treatment for her, her, uh, her myeloma, um, she completed the half marathon at Disney last January, which just, just blows me away that you could, you could combine the two. But she was just a great source of inspiration and just a very nice lady, and it was just an, uh, an honor to meet her. One of the things that we we get as a teammate uh, or a participant is a hospital bracelet. You ever checked into a hospital, Bo? Like a wristband. Exactly. It's a wristband that kind of wraps around and snaps, and um, they provide that to everyone um, who's, who's participating in, in one of the events. And the idea is that you would have your honored teammate sign that. And the point of it is that 
you know, we're going to be out there training hard, going for some long runs, um, and certainly experiencing a lot of discomfort. And the idea is that that, that person, that honored teammate, would inspire us to or put our discomfort into perspective. Uh, maybe a long run in the heat is pretty doggone puny compared to uh, chemotherapy or some of the other radiation treatments that you know so many of these people have have been going through so i was wearing my bracelet today and brenda's name on it and, and, and sadly um brenda passed away in january of this year uh, unexpectedly to me because you know when i had met her she was in remission and, and seemingly healthy but uh, i guess we just never know when uh, when these things will come back and how quickly they'll come back, I guess we could say only God knows. But at any rate, when it got ugly out there because it was raining and the wind was blowing and it was cold, I sure felt comforted by having that bracelet. It just kind of provided strength and, and just reminded me that um, that my situation out there is, is nothing. And, and, and there's a great quote that that Brenda left on her blog, and I'll, I'll tell it to you right now. It's, she says, every day is a gift. Enjoy each and every one you have. I always know God won't give me more than I can handle, but there are times I wish he didn't trust me quite so much. Yeah. So she's, uh, she's awesome. I know she's with the Lord, and I was glad that we could, uh, we could run together today. Well, you ran also with Brenda at the Grouper Run. I, know, I remembered you wearing her name around your wrist that day also. Yep, yep. And, uh, you know, Chris, we last week we had talked a lot about this idea of today is the day. And I think Brenda kind of sums that up. And, folks, I know you didn't get Chris's comments last week. And if you heard the show, you heard that the audio that we had just kind of biffed and, and we couldn't use it. So that's unfortunate. So, Chris, you were giving us kind of a recap on a, on a rainy race that, for you, really had more of a, a purpose of running for your fallen teammate and I remember taking my buddy Willie to church on Sunday night. I've got a good buddy at church who is um, who had a stroke 11 years ago. In fact, he's in a wheelchair, and um, you know I give him a ride here and there when I can or when he needs one. I remember pushing him over toward the car, thinking about this show we're doing now, and kind of recapping last week, Chris, on this idea of of this sense of urgency. I mean, today is the day, is what we talked about, and um, I probably would like you to read Brenda's uh, quote again, and I just wanted you to think about, you know, my buddy Willie, you know, he doesn't even exercise in that chair, he's only got the use of half of his body, and, um, you know, here we are, you know, healthy as we can be in terms of uh, not having disabilities, and I just wonder if if we uh, appreciate that as much as we should, so, hey, read that one more time, Chris. And if you want to find it, there's also a terrific poem that, that exists on her blog. It's blog 360. I think that's a Yahoo thing. But if you were just to Google Brenda, and then her last name is S-T-I-M-A. And it was it popped up pretty quickly in my Google search. But it was uh, Yahoo 360, Brenda Stima's blog. And at the top, she says, every day is a gift. Enjoy each and every one you have. She's got three exclamation points there. And then she went on to say, I always know God won't give me more than I can handle, but there are times I wish he didn't trust me quite so much. Every day is a gift. Chris, it was a gift today for you to be able to run a, a long race with some folks. And I, I remembered you telling me that you weren't racing today. You were actually one of the uh, pace setters, if you will. So talk to us a little bit about how team and training would... Um, I guess appoint you or, or ask you to serve in that role and 
Tell me a little bit about that pace. As we look at appreciating every day, talk to me a little bit about the things that you got out of today and the things that really made you smile. Well, this was the first time, Bo, that I've ever run a marathon, and I don't know if fun is the right way to put it, but I wasn't running it for a time. And one, that was very freeing. And not that I've run a lot of marathons. As a matter of fact, I met a fellow today out on the run course. His name is Doug Anderson. Doug was 71 years old. He was running by himself, and he was a very chatty fellow. And he chatted at length, but uh, one of the things that came out of our conversation was that he had run 112 marathons. Absolutely blew me away. But anyway, um, my role on the course as a team and training coach, actually, it's, it's not a pace setter. There are plenty of people that will carry signs that will say 350 or 3 hours, 50 minutes or 4 hours or 4 and a half hours, 5 hours. And you can. Did they have a, a 6-hour sign, I wonder? Um, I don't think they went. I don't know what the last one was, both, to be honest with you. Probably uh, not much more beyond four and a half. But there were certainly plenty of people finishing well beyond or after six hours. But my role out there, or the team, team and training coach, is really supposed to be just a cheerleader or an encourager. I had a cowbell, and I'd run around, and when, when you would pass or encounter someone wearing the purple jersey, you'd ring the cowbell and just yell out, Go team! And um, those little things kind of help when you're starting to feel like. Uh, well, it's funny. I hear um, I hear cowbells now, and I hear go Rays. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's for any of you Tampa Bay Rays fans. But <laughs> but no, getting back to Brenda, you know, on my mind, it's it's obviously that seems trivial now because that cowbell really symbolizes for team and training the uh, the folks you're running for. Well, some of the coaches really won't even run the whole race. They'll get into different positions. Like there was another run coach, his name is Steve, and he also lives here in Bradenton. And he had a strategy prior to the race that he was going to be at this point, and then he was going to go to this point. And at each of these spots, he, he knew he would be able to see all the athletes as they go by, and he could cheer them on. And he didn't care about running the race at all. I had another guy, my, my training friend and partner, George, who did want to run the whole thing, so we kind of stayed together. And... And actually, George kind of hung back with me because I was—I uh, think I was feeling a little bit, a little bit rubbery there down the stretch. Um, but uh, we finished it together, snapped a bunch of photos of some of the people out there, and then uh, hung out until the very last team and training finisher crossed the finish line. So it was a great experience. Well, we talk a lot on this podcast about community, and it sounds to me like the the guy, the, the chatty fellow running by himself. You know, for you guys out there in community just cheering each other up. That must have been really fun, even though you did run into some kind of nasty rains about midway, I understand. So, hey, man, great job. I want to congratulate you and George and all of the team for making it happen. You know, you trained for a long time with that kind of on the horizon. And I know now the gears are kind of shifting for me and you as we start looking at the St. Anthony's and something we will try to race against the clock again. So I want to um, invite you to invite your buddy Bo to some of those swim workouts. <laughs> we will really get need there, to get Bo. going. I got to get going. And, you know, for this podcast, having just basically lost last week, and I really apologize to those who tune in expecting to hear our, uh, our chief wellness instigator. Chris, you had some comments about this idea of today is the day and this sense of urgency that I wondered if you could kind of circle back just from memory, and and this is impromptu, and most of this podcast is just kind of off the cuff, but you had mentioned a bluezone.com that I thought was pretty interesting, and I wonder if you can take us back to that thought. Yeah, well, that was something, and I still haven't had the chance to to fully investigate their website, but it was actually on the NBC Today show. They were featuring Blue Zones and had mentioned bluezones.com. 
I don't remember the fellow's name, but he was a photographer for National Geographic and has been for a number of years. And he's traveled around the world taking pictures of different cultures. And I guess one of the things that had fascinated him were a number of cultures with the largest number of centurions. I think that's the word, Bo, where uh, those those people that live to be over 100 years old. And he was uh, so fascinated that I guess he began to study some of those cultures. And he ended up compiling a lot of that information and turned it into a book and then ultimately into a website. And I guess it's kind of turning into um, a little bit of a buzz right now because I, I know there's a lot of information on that site and there's a number of different ways you can can get plugged into it, but there were two things that really stood out in the or that they focused on in the Today Show discussion about Blue Zones, and the first was, surprisingly, at least to me, but uh, the number one indicator was uh, social interaction. Being involved in a church or some other religious group or affiliation seemed to have a huge positive effect or contribution towards one's longevity. Towards and, uh, living a long time. Correct. Also, just to refresh some Pete from some folks from last week, what we were talking about was these excuses that we all make that, you know, I can start tomorrow. And I mean, I must have been in a weird place last week because I really got intense on this idea that we can't test God in that way to suggest to, to him or anyone else that we know that tomorrow's going to come for us. And I don't mean to be a downer, but the idea of last week's show was you know, we don't have time to wait. If if we want to finish strong, finishing strong for us might be today. So, Chris, you had mentioned these blue zones, and this author, has, has, this photographer has gone all over the world, and he really has found that the folks who live the longest, you know, don't live in America, number one. Um, you mentioned that they, uh, they have a strong sense of community and fellowship, and that usually includes, you know, faith. Yep. What, what was the other um, aspect? Uh, the other one, and there's a list of ten at the site, but um, uh, the other one was physical activity. Most of these cultures, or, or, or all of them, had some sort of physical activity as part of their daily routine, whether that was a lifestyle that included gardening or uh, maybe they had to carry their groceries from the market and walk uh, more than, uh, than, than than most of us do on a daily basis. But not necessarily Ironman training, but just uh, a, a daily consistent working of the body. Well, I want to suggest to you and, and others that are listening that, look, if money wasn't a factor, you know, what would you be doing? I spend a lot of time behind a desk during the week. I spend a lot of time commuting uh, to our West Shore office and back. I just don't know, Chris, that, that if it wasn't for money, that I wouldn't be doing things that look more like, you know, hiking up a mountain or, you know, doing a documentary film on folks who like to do those things in the name of Jesus. So I just uh, wonder, Chris, if you've thought about the way God has put you in this place, you know, as a sales rep traveling like you do talk to us a little bit about how this blue zones mindset for you has is really been one that you've adopted uh without knowledge of it uh, by carrying your bike with you on the road by making sure your running shoes and your little cooler are right next to you as you're out there on the road and i think by looking forward to as a part of your day whether that's morning uh, midday or even late uh to doing something that looks like enjoyment uh, and enjoying the outdoors well, the, the physical activity part of, of what Blue Zones hit on, that comes naturally for me. You have to pull me away. I mean, I, when I travel or when I'm home, I like to do those things, and I especially like to do them in the morning before everything gets uh, kind of 
chaotic. Well, listen, one of, one of your blogs I thought was especially funny was um, you've slapped the heart rate monitor on after a bike ride while doing yard work. Okay? <laughs> and then suggested in your blog that, you know, yard work might be the next great exercise craze. So, uh, just yeah. I got I got a kick out of that one, and I hope others did. Go ahead, though. I cut you off. Yeah, no, but but what I'm saying though, is the physical activity for me, and and perhaps I'm a rarity. I, obviously, I'm a rarity because not everybody does this, but everybody should do this. But the physical activity, I just enjoy it, love it. It's just part of me, and um, if I don't get to do it, that's when I'm cranky. However, the other the other thing that was mentioned first, the social interaction, I find that becoming harder and harder to achieve. And, and that's something that I think I need to um, concentrate on, to be more deliberate about getting people, inviting people over just for, you know, small gatherings at the house. Um, certainly there's plenty of opportunities to get plugged into small groups through church, but I guess our busyness is an obstacle, or we can allow our busyness to be an obstacle to that social interaction. But I know in my life, and I'm sure you've discovered it in yours too, Bo, that I'm the happiest when I'm surrounded by a bunch of people that that I love and and who love me, and when we can just have fun. And and really, that's what what God made us to do and to be, is to be in community or to be in family or um, in Christian community. I mean, that's just... That's why we're here, and um, I'd like to kick myself when I forget that and, and go for periods of time without ever really having sat down and talked to anybody or with anybody about stuff that really matters. Well, it's funny you mentioned um, your daily activities because I, I happen to office near a Starbucks, and I'll walk down there, and um, it really is the office of the mobile you know, executive. The thing I gained from that is folks who are working, who are busy, you know, they could sit in their car and catch a Wi-Fi and then drink some coffee. But it's this whole sense of being around other people that I think really draws uh, folks to Starbucks, Panera, to the mall. It's it's really this sense of wanting to be around other people as opposed to, you know, sitting there by yourself. And I think it's interesting that we, Chris, as Christians who are really psyched about wellness, you know, I wonder if there's a, a fitness cafe out there for me and you where we can go be around other fit folks. And um, I think of Flatwoods up here for, for us up near uh, North Tampa, Bruce B. Downs, as a place I really enjoy going to because when I get out of the car, I've just got all these fanatics out there with their running shoes, their skates, their you know, their bikes, it's uh, just a cool place to be around folks and, and waving at folks and just knowing that there are other people out there who, like you, you know, are in this thing with you. You said at, at this point you're needing to be more on purpose about creating this community, and I wonder why that is. Well, um, you know, now I'm, I'm rolling off of a community of, of exercisers with, the, um, with team and training and that program coming to an end. And I also want to avoid what is, is kind of taking place in our culture, and that is that, that cocooning concept that we've been hearing about where everybody just kind of does their own thing and puts their earphones in, and um, we're all living solo lives. I think I'm going to be recreating what we do in team and training, but just on a local level here in, you know, in my hometown or in my home, actually, on the weekends and inviting people over here to train, but also be involved in fellowship and, um, and and Lord willing, some of that will um, will turn into some good godly conversation for some of these folks that, that I've begun to know. So to kind of wrap all of that up, Bo, um, I guess I've got a passion for fitness. Uh, I'm going to continue to uh, to try and share that with others. But um, 
one of the things that I want to make um, part of that is just the fellowship and community that, that can be a part of, of your your pursuit of wellness. Well, last week we talked about this sense of urgency in the light of the fact you may not have it tomorrow. And I think what's interesting for me and what really God spoke to my heart this week was, and it dovetails right off of that, is, you know, it's not necessarily for, for some that they're not going to be around, but like my buddy Willie, you know, he had a stroke. Hello? I mean, his life changed overnight. And it's interesting that before he had his stroke, he um, really wasn't walking with the Lord. And uh, it took a stroke to get him to a place where he knew he needed God. And I look back and I remember the Luis Palau Festival in March of 2007 here in Tampa Bay. And there was a, a champion uh, skater, Christian Hosoy, was a big time star on the, the skate scene. You know, he was doing all kind of drugs and alcohol and, and uh, the women and the nightlife. And I remember in his testimony, he got up and he said, I had to go to prison to find freedom. And it just it just makes me think, Chris, you know, we're healthy. I mean, I don't have those hang ups. I mean, what is it going to take for me to find freedom to know that I'm not uh, going to be chained to these excuses and to to a life that that counts on uh, tomorrow and I'll start my diet Mondays. So, Chris, I just want to thank you for bringing Brenda's story to the show today. And I want to remind you that, you know, the team and training vision wouldn't be the vision that it is without your involvement yours and the others that were with you so i look forward to seeing what you'll do in bradenton and here in tampa bay maybe we could do our own little kind of our own little version of that and uh carry some of that over to the saint anthony's i know that i know that at saint anthony's i probably don't want to look like just any other runner um i might be the guy uh you know with a jesus uh, uh, you know hat on my head or something because i really just want people to know that it's because i was saved by him that I really can understand what joy is really supposed to look like for me. Well, uh, to tie it up, Bo, thanks for listening to a uh, uh, a worn uh, runner. I, I apologize if I feel a little uh, or sound a little dopey tonight, but um, uh, it's been great to talk about these things, and I would just encourage all of us that are listening that, like we've said so many times, today is the day. Um, use Brenda as an example. Um, I was absolutely um, floored when I discovered that she had passed away because when I had met her back in August, she was thriving. I mean, she was healthy and remission and cheerful, and I thought, gosh, how great it is. And because of this mission and the the advancements in treatment that that, that Brenda was here to talk to us about it, but only a few months later, um, we learned completely otherwise. So just uh, appreciate and, and accept each day as a gift from God, as Brenda told us. And, um, and just let's uh, let's make the most of it. That's awesome, Chris. That's a perfect segue into our um, into the word. This is the word on wellness with Chris Hughes. So let's take a look at the what the Bible says about this idea. Uh, we should start in First Peter five. It's verses eight through ten from the New International Version, the NIV. Uh, Peter says, "Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion." looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kinds or the same kind of suffering. Verse 10, 
and the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while will himself restore you and make you strong firm and steadfast let's look at Philippians 3 next it's Philippians 3 13 and 14 also from the NIV brothers Paul says brothers I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it but one thing I do Forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. That's what we're talking about, folks. We're talking about the the idea that for Brenda, she couldn't count on tomorrow, and she finished strong. For my friend Willie from a wheelchair right now, you know, he's finishing strong every day. And I just wonder for those of us with our health, how are we finishing and are we really just testing God that that we can start tomorrow Um, we should pray about that Father God Lord we pray right now that we might be focused on on right now God that we accept as a gift um, this idea that you can use us we ask you God to use us Lord we don't look forward to tomorrow to get started because we have right now to get started so we thank you God that you've called us and we ask you now Lord uh, to give us your strength to stand firm to give us your strength to as Paul says forget what is behind and strain toward what is ahead to press on toward the goal to win the prize that you Lord have called us heavenward in the name of Jesus we pray all these things amen amen brother That's what it's all about, Chris. It's also all about community. So give us an update real quick as we exit this week's show. Uh, We've got the St. Anthony's coming up, and what else? Well, even before that, Bo, I'm kind of shifting gears, and um, this is something that uh, a couple months ago I said, you know, here I am trying to instigate people into triathlon, but let's face it, triathlon, triathlon is a little intimidating. So I said, well, Let's concentrate on 5Ks. So there's actually a terrific little 5K that's going to be taking place in northwest Bradenton at a nature preserve called the Robinson Preserve. Um, It's on March 20th, and if you wanted to make the trip down here, um, it's on a Friday night at 6.30, which is kind of unusual. Most races take place in the morning. So um, that's going to be a fun one. And then there will also be a, um, I guess, then there will be the Escape from Fort DeSoto Sprint Triathlon, which is about in mid-April. And we've got um, late April, there's a 10K, and I don't re- recall the details, but they're all on the, the What's Happening page on the 1010 Wellness website. And then there will be another 5K, actually the night before St. Anthony's, Bo, and, and I was crazy enough to think that I would attempt that, but I'm not going to do that. Hmm. <laughs> I've got plenty of other things going on, and I'll, I'll, I'll want to be rested, but uh, that's an, also an evening run down here in Bradenton that kicks off the DeSoto Parade, which is Bradenton's um, huge parade down Main Street, or actually down Manatee Avenue in Bradenton. So you'll, you'll be able to find all those at the 1010 Wellness website, and, and for whatever area you may be in you can check out active.com and i would you know encourage you to look for a 5k and and use that as a great place to um to kind of get your momentum going get that ball rolling 5k can be um 
even for an experienced athlete or runner, it can be a really good, I mean, an intense run. But it's also a great way to start. And, and, and even if you just want to walk the three miles. So um, see if you can find a 5K out there, folks. Great way to be in community with others and to do activities that focus around fitness and wellness. But isn't it interesting, Chris, how we can just focus on fitness and focus on wellness and get our attention on the things that are inspiring us? And all of a sudden, I think you start to see improvement. And we've done a show on improvement, so I I encourage you guys to look back at uh, getting stronger every day. But for now, Chris, that's going to wrap up this show. Uh, You mentioned 1010wellness.com. Also, ChristAcrossAmerica.com, where we are creating awareness and support for ministries who are getting it done for Jesus in local communities. We invite you to check out the forum there. Leave a post, leave a prayer request, let us know how you're doing. We really appreciate you tuning in, and we look forward to you next week. But for now, that's going to do it. Chris, any parting shots? Um, Just live for the day. Each one is a gift, and um, let's not take them for granted. So we'll see you, Chris, at the the March 20th 5K in Bradenton. And also, Danny Hernandez will be joining us at the Escape from Fort DeSoto. I failed to mention we will be there with you. So let's look forward to putting up a big tent and having a big cookout. Hopefully some of our listeners can come down and introduce yourselves and hang out with us. That's going to do it this week. This is Christ Across America asking you where are you allowing Jesus to work in your life today. Thanks for tuning in.